Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's another hour of Live Bet Saturday presented by BetMGM. Word of the heart of one of the best college football Saturdays of the season. Three marquee matchups going on right now, and we're here to take you through all the live action with Paul Stone over at our Circus Sportsbook Studios, Jeff Parles at the South Point. I'm Ben Wilson at Mandalay Bay. We told you last segment, Tennessee off to a fast start. Seven play, under two-minute touchdown drive to take a 7-0 lead at Neyland Stadium. But the Tide come right back after a punt on the opening drive. Paul, I'd have to say, quarterback Bryce Young, he was a game-time decision looking pretty good so far. Six of eight through the air. It's his running back, Jameer Gibbs, who punches it in from eight yards out. And we're all tied at seven. I'm seeing updated numbers now showing Bama minus seven and a half live, and we're up to 74 and a half on the total. But I have to think all those questions about Bryce Young, at least early, seeming to be no issue, at least as far as the injured shoulder is concerned. You know, he's showing no ill effects to this point, in my opinion, Ben. I mean, Tennessee comes out of the gate in very impressive fashion. Their first drive, they take it down the field uh, in pretty quick fashion, go up seven to nothing. And Bryce Young, again, showing no ill effects, uh, guides them down the field to even the game at uh, seven. And like you said, Jameer Gibbs, uh, the pickup uh, out of the transfer portal from Georgia Tech, I think he's just going to be more and more of an offensive factor for the Crimson Tide the rest of the season. Guy's a game-breaker, and uh, we've got ourselves a football game there at Nayland Stadium. Yes, yes, we do, gentlemen. We have ourselves a game. You think about the in-game total, Jeff, and as much as you would always – you always hesitate as a better to jump in and take an over when it's, at this point, 74-and-a-half. But knowing the pace of these two teams, specifically Tennessee, who in most metrics is a 
one of the five fastest offenses on a per-play basis in all of college football. How would you look to attack this in-game? I know I'd only be looking over. It's just a matter of you don't want to take a bad number, yet this feels like it has all the makings of a track meet from what we're seeing so far. Yeah, it's 74-and-a-half right now. So, look, you're, 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 you're six-and-a-half more of what it closed at. But so far, other than that first drive for Bama, both of these offenses have done whatever they wanted. By the way, the, the big play of that drive, that 33-yard dot on second and 19 from Young to Brooks, which was just an absolutely gorgeous rainbow loopy ball that looked like a Russell Wilson at his peak throw, not a Russell Wilson in Denver throw at this point. But I would, I would steer clear right now. Because at some point, and look, I don't like Alabama's defense as much as the usual Alabama defense. I don't like Tennessee's defense for the most part. But at some point, I do expect this game to slow down and one of these teams to attempt to go on a long time-churning uh, time drive. So we'll see when that happens. Maybe, maybe Ben, maybe you see if Tennessee goes empty on this and go over then. Or maybe Tennessee scores and you try to go under once this thing gets into the 80s. Yeah. I would say where it's at right now feels like a bit of a force, and that sometimes happens, at least just from from our neutral perspective when we're watching these uh, high-profile games with the big, big marquee teams. There's always that desire is better. You want to have action somewhere, but unless you really feel like you've got that that plus EV, nice edge in the in-game market, probably stay away. And this is, a, I would say, a really good example of that. Close at 68.5, as Jeff was mentioning. We're at 74.5 right now on the live market. Speaking of potentially injured quarterbacks, though, who look just all right, how about Oklahoma State quarterback Spencer Sanders? Touchdown runs of 29 and 8 yards, as it is all Cowboys. Jeff Parles, I know, smiling over there with the way the pokes have come out. 14 nothing in Fort Worth against TCU right out of the gates there, Jeff. A lot of game left when you're dealing with TCU's offense on the other side, Ben. So, But so far, look, again, whenever I bet on Oklahoma State, it always happens to be, all right, let's avoid the Sanders disaster, which inevitably happens e either once a game or once every other game. So, so far, Sanders has been perfect so far. Great throwing the ball, great with his legs. Uh, if, if this is the Spencer Sanders that's going to show up, Oklahoma State's going to win this game. Uh, but let's see if they can play a whole 60 against a TCU team that we know is as explosive as anyone in the entire country. And unlike that Alabama-Tennessee in-game line, this was a total – that was at about 70, and the in-game number hasn't ticked up all that much, and that's likely, as what Jeff was just pointing out, the struggles of the TCU offense counteracting in the live betting algorithms what you're seeing offensively on the other side from Oklahoma State, 71.5. That's of the two we're talking about. That's probably the one. If you view TCU's offense as one that can get into rhythm, which you have to think eventually they will, that would be the one I'd at least look at when you see how good Oklahoma State has been moving the ball. TCU quickly up to midfield right now as well, and we still have four minutes to go in the first quarter. So see where that number's at at the next commercial break. Maybe there's a little bit of value uh, as we go later on in that game. Uh, again, that in fourth worth between Oklahoma State and TCU. Uh, Paul, we'll flip things up here, get one more of your picks in. We're going to try to sprinkle these in throughout the show since we have so many to get to on a very a hot and heavy college football Saturday. We, we were talking SEC earlier here with Alabama and Tennessee. I know there's a game featuring, again, the theme for many of these marquee matchups, potentially injured quarterbacks today. And in Mississippi State and Kentucky, again, we believe Will Levis, the Kentucky quarterback, is going to give it a go. The presumptive thought is 
Could be less than 100% with nagging injuries he's played through and sat out the last game for Kentucky. So against a high-powered offense in Will Rogers in Mississippi State, we're seeing this number settle in with Mississippi State. They're laying three and a half right now on the road there at Kroger Field in Lexington. 50 and a half to 51, pretty much your predominant totals as we get a big play, Tennessee Wide touchdown. open. Uh, on a blown coverage downfield. So we'll get back to the Tennessee game. We'll tell you the updated line in just a second. Uh, Paul, with how this open Mississippi State minus three, hasn't been a ton of movement in the market. If anything, a lot of betters here flocking to the over from 47.5 now up to 50.5 for 51. Uh, what do you make of the quarterback issues at play for Kentucky, and how does that factor into your entire handicap in this particular spot? Well, first of all, I mean, Will Levis has, uh, he missed last week's game with a uh, foot injury, uh, uh, apparently. They lose that game to South Carolina at home in Lexington. They lose 24-14, only have 299 total yards offense, so they obviously missed Will Levis. But I'm comfortable to say that Will Levis is going to play. I have a strong opinion on that. You know, to think he's going to be totally 100%. That might be a little bit overly optimistic, but I, I think he'll be functional. I think he'll be able to run the offense. And I look at this Kentucky team, and they enter the game on a two-game losing streak. So they, uh, again, lost to South Carolina uh, last week. And then uh, you've got a Mississippi State team uh, with Will, Will Rogers at quarterback. They come in at 5-1, and one, but I think their record maybe just a little bit, not a whole lot, but I think it's somewhat misleading uh, they did lose the Bulldogs earlier on the road at LSU this season. They've been impressive, though, the last two weeks at home. Victories over Texas A&M and Arkansas. In the victory over Texas A&M, though, Aggies committed four turnovers. And then last week, Arkansas played without starting quarterback K.J. Jefferson. So you've got a Mississippi State team. They are riding high. You've got a Kentucky team that's wounded, trying to salvage their uh, their season, so to speak. They're getting Will Levis back at quarterback. They're also getting three and a half points. I think Kentucky's going to win this game outright and upset Mississippi State today. You can find as good as plus 160 on the money line. A couple of books now I'm seeing have even ticked up to four on Mississippi State. Uh, like your angle there on that one, Paul, most of the market right now, again, in Mississippi State and Kentucky, it is Bulldogs minus three on the road. As we talked about, though, talking SEC here, Jeff, the offensive firepower for Tennessee. You go seven play, 58 yards in under two minutes. First touchdown drive for Tennessee. Alabama had Tennessee in a third and eight, but you go pass interference, 11-yard pass, 11-yard run, 36-yard pass on the blown coverage, Hendon Hooker to Jalen Hyatt. That is now 12 plays for 131 yards, taking a grand whopping total there, Jeff of three minutes and 14 seconds on two touchdown drives. That's the type of pace we're talking about. And as a result, the live market has this up to 82, your live <laughs> total right now, with Alabama laying three and a half. So, right. so much for 74 and a half being a number we were chasing, Jeff. Yeah, I think 82 is right based off of the pace here, Ben. And and look, we this is kind of playing out how I expected, at least when Tennessee's had the ball. I think Alabama can't cover the receivers. I don't know why this Alabama secondary is just not what we're used to seeing down there in T-Town with, uh, with, with Saban there, but Jalen Hyatt just ran by everybody on that 36-yard touchdown. And, look, I know we're talking about a guy who's one of the five best receivers in college football, but 
Alabama usually has a history of slowing down the elite players in games like this. So, uh, look, uh, so far I feel very good. Uh, Paul, I would imagine Paul feels the same way. I feel very good about my Tennessee positions right now. Uh, this is uh, They're going to be able to move the ball in this game. It's just going to be a matter of can they make sure Alabama doesn't have at some point a run where they rack off 14-21 in a row uh, if their defense gets their act together. Feeling the same way, Paul? I have to think. You know, you watch how this starts. I know it's so early, but you got to be liking your position there right now. Yeah, I mean, like Jeff said, I mean, there's Tennessee, uh, Alabama's not showing much defensive resistance to this point. You know, Tennessee obviously got uh, help with the penalties in the second scoring drive, but they, they just seem to be an offense that's so much in sync. They play so fast, and, you know, you just cannot give Josh Hopple enough credit. Uh, for what he's done in a season and a half there in Knoxville. He inherited a program uh, left behind by Jeremy Pruitt that was in, in shambles. Uh, they, under NCAA investigation, didn't have SEC-level players. And it's almost like he flipped a switch. He gets Hendon Hooker uh, to transfer in from Virginia Tech, and they've just got one of the best offenses in college football. And they're going to give the Crimson Tide, it looks like, all they can handle today in Knoxville. I w and I would say, too, guys, if – if in-game Heisman betting was a thing, Hendon Hooker at 14-1 to might not be a bad bet right now either if you feel like Tennessee's live to win the game. He and Young each down to 14-1, to tied for the third betting favorite. C.J. Stroud of Ohio State, still your overwhelming favorite entering the day at minus 155. There's still a lot happening, though, around college football. TCU on the doorstep, third and goal inside the one-yard line of Oklahoma State, down an early 14-0, and they've exchanged field goals in Syracuse. Syracuse 10 NC State 3. We'll update the live lines on both of those games. Take you around the country as well. Some other games that have now gotten underway in the late afternoon window as we continue Live Bet Saturday presented by MGM. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs. I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, <laughs> hey, hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard. But All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSEN, the sports betting network. Basketball season is ready to tip off, and now is the time to grab your VEASAN Pro Basketball Betting Guide with season prep on all 30 teams. Our hoops experts, including Jonathan Von Tobel, provide strategy and advice as well as predictions for conference winners, win totals, playoff teams, and player awards. We also have five betting tips for beginning NBA bettors. Give yourself an edge this NBA season and get the VEASAN NBA Betting Guide by becoming a VEASAN Pro subscriber. Sign up now for just $99 and get access to everything we do all the way through the Super Bowl. Sign up today at vcin.com slash subscribe. TCU does punch the ball into the end zone. Max Duggan on a sneak from a yard out. 14-7 Oklahoma State on top of TCU as we welcome you back to Live Bet Saturday. Seeing in the market right now, OSU laying 2.5 live, 74.5 is your total. TCU going off laying 5 or 5.5, total right around 70. And Alabama backed up third and 22 on their own two-yard line after a near-disaster bad snap. Almost forces Bryce Young to step out of the back of the end zone before he recovers and throws incomplete. But seven penalties already, 54 yards on the Crimson Tide. And we're at the 515 mark uh, in the first quarter as Young gets drilled in the end zone. Almost takes a safety and gets rid of it incomplete. Alabama will have to punt from their own end zone. Fourth and 22, and uh, it's now... I'm seeing it bet MGM Alabama minus two and a half live, likely to flip either to closer to pick them once Tennessee gets this ball back, 80 and a half, your live total. Uh, Jeff, how about it to go to Provo, where we have not updated anything yet, Arkansas BYU. Paul was just telling us last segment in his preview, looking ahead to Mississippi State and Kentucky, how the Bulldogs played Arkansas. Sands quarterback K.J. Jefferson last week. Back in for the Hogs today, and after a slow start, Arkansas has just tied it up at 7 in Provo in a game that had a lot of line movement to the over. Bet up about 10 points from Circa's Sunday morning opener of 57.5. 
I'm seeing a 7-7 game, Jeff. End of the first quarter here with a BYU 3.5-point spread and 68.5-year total with the Cougars having the ball and on the move. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't do the best on this of getting the best number on the Cougars. I did take a pick. I, I, took, I did what it ended up closing at. Uh, it kind of feels like Arkansas, and I know they got Jefferson back today. Kind of feels like Arkansas is almost, uh, I, I, I don't want to say dead team walking, but that's kind of the phrase that pops to mind uh, with the way that this season has kind of ended after the 3-0 start. It's kind of been a disappointment these last three weeks where they lose that game at Texas, lose that game at Jerry Dome against Texas A&M when, quite frankly, I thought they were the better team the whole game as BYU just scored a touchdown on third and four to take a 13-7 lead with a PAT pending. Get stomped by Alabama in the game that Young got hurt. And then last week, again, I, I not much you can really ask with the backup quarterback at Mississippi State. Uh, when they play at home is really good. Uh, so, I, look, I, I thought this was also a weird spot for Arkansas. When was the last time you asked an SEC team to go on the road to elevation in the middle of October? Just a really yeah. bizarre spot for Arkansas. And it's not that I love BYU, but, again, BYU uh, with a legitimate home field advantage when they play at Edwards Stadium in Provo. So uh, that's why I took the Cougars today. Cody Epps the 21-yard touchdown, but the extra point is shanked. Very wide nice. right. So 13-7 BYU. That won't impact things. Late stages, uh, late stages of the first quarter. We're waiting on an updated line to pop there. Likely going to see BYU, though, tick up a couple more points from the three and a half that they were just at. Uh, Paul, I mean, you would know better than us. The scheduling for Arkansas, that was a really popular over win total team, seven and a half. They're 3-3 three and three in a total coin flip game today and then have to go back into the gauntlet of SEC West competition. You have to admire Sam Pittman, the head coach, right, for such a tough schedule, but it's asking a lot, especially if you were looking to bet overs on Arkansas uh, this full season as we get another Tennessee touchdown. We'll go back to that in a second. It seems like from a betting perspective, Really tough ask just in general when you think about all the things that have been stacked, stacked against the deck there for Arkansas this year. Yeah, I mean, you know, kind of like uh, Jeff alluded to, the Arkansas season is uh, headed south quickly. I mean, they, they've lost three in a row. Uh, I really expected, and, you know, we've got a lot of football to be played, but I expected a, a top-level effort from Arkansas today to try to avoid that four-straight loss. Uh, but it is a very interesting uh, scheduling situation. Uh, a lot of SEC teams, especially the ones who get that uh, game late in the uh, year, they're going to play an FCS team. But this is a uh, difficult place, uh, like uh, Jeff said, to go to Provo, to be playing at Elevation, a good BYU team. Uh, Arkansas desperately needs a victory. So uh, if they lose here and lose four in a row, uh, it's going to be interesting to see whether Sam Pittman can – regain uh, control of the team, so to speak, and get them shifted in the right direction. Right, team that got off to such a bright start, in danger of falling to three and four. A lot of game left, but down 13-7 right now early. Uh, Jeff, did uh, Tennessee did, under, uh, under review, get in there? Under review, I think that will stand. It's close, though, and that was Hyatt again, uh, catching that little, uh, little short pass and taking him the rest of the way. Uh, if it gets overturned, they'll be first and goal at the one for Tennessee. But, 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 but Ben, I, nothing that I that I think any of us have seen so far. It changes the way any of us were thinking before this game, because Alabama's defense 
They, I, I, in a statement that I don't think I've ever said since Saban has gotten it going down there, their defense looks slow laterally against this Tennessee uh, Tennessee attack. It doesn't matter if lateral or vertical. They've been beaten both ways so far in this yeah. first quarter. And, and Paul mentioned it earlier. Ben, you and I both covered the University of Missouri when Josh Heupel was the offensive coordinator there. I don't think either of us thought that, the, that this guy would be able to – coach a team that would be playing at this high of a level in the SEC. And here he is in, like Paul said, year two, inheriting a mess in Knoxville that Pruitt left him having a real chance to be up two touchdowns on Alabama, not even through a first quarter there at Neyland. And they have, I'm just listening to our review here, play stand. So touchdown, uh, Tennessee. I got to say, we're, I'll be curious to see where this in-game number comes to because you have the nine and a half built in, but if you were just dropping somebody who had not watched college football at all from Mars, just dropping him into a Las Vegas sports book today with zero preconceived notion about these teams or anything, and you just had them sit here and watch the first 11 minutes of this game, and you're telling me that likely after this extra point, we're going to see this reposted. I would think Tennessee is maybe a very short favorite. I'm seeing Tennessee minus two and a half at BetMGM. In what world is that not a bet live? I mean, setting aside both of your guys having pregame bets, how are you not taking the Vols here with what you've seen so far? I get that it's Alabama, Oof. but Jeff, I mean, I think you're right. There's this is clearly not not your uh, your older brother's Alabama of a few years <laughs> of a few years past. This team is this team has nothing it, right now. You know, it's it's just one of those Ben that it, it, yes, based off of what we've watched. The team wearing orange is significantly better right now than the team wearing white. But you just have in the back of your mind, and this is when you're making in-game bets against teams that are that in recent memory are have been great and with arguably the best coach in the history of college football on the opposing sideline, it's hard to wrap your brain around it. But based off what we've seen, yeah, if I'm hopping in now, I'm definitely not taking Alabama. I would be laying with Tennessee, and maybe you just have to get over the preconceived notions of what you may had uh, beforehand thinking of this Bama team say, hey, my eyes right now, I don't think they're lying to me. Tennessee's much better than this team, at least through the first 11 minutes of this game. And seeing it now up to Tennessee minus three and a half here, 86 is your live total. All balls right now, uh, 21-7. Uh, as we continue getting Paul's previews as well and his uh, his picks and thoughts on the game still to come tonight, we'll get in one more before we hit a break and welcome in Mike Piranio from behind the counter at Mandalay Bay to our show next segment. Uh, but you're looking, Paul, at an ACC game tonight. Clemson goes to the Doak in Tallahassee. For an undefeated Clemson team, an interesting spot here, uh, laying three and a half at Florida State, coming off that dramatic last-second win over NC State a week ago. Uh, what's your angle as we get ready for the marquee ABC game of the night uh, down in Florida? Yeah, looking at Tennessee, just to backtrack real quick, Ben, 151 yards on 16 plays, so about nine and a half Jeez. yards a play to this point. So they are moving the ball at will on the Crimson Tide. This Clemson and Florida State game tonight at Doe Campbell, I think it's one of the more interesting games on the card this weekend and, and Clemson you know it's, it's not it's an overstatement to say they're all the way back to the form that they had you know uh, a few years ago during their run of national championships and contentions and so forth not quite as revved up on offense as they were in some of those years but they're better they're getting closer DJ Uyangale last year nine touchdowns against ten interceptions 
it's very difficult to be a top 25 team and have your quarterback have a negative touchdown to interception ratio, which Uyangale did last year. But this year, in 190 pass attempts, Uyangale 14 touchdowns, only two interceptions. The offensive line clearly for Clemson is better. Those young receivers, a year older, uh, they're gaining experience and they're showing some playmaking ability. So I like this Clemson team. They've been my uh, number four power ranked team all year. Florida State shown some glimpses this year, but they've you know they've been banged up all season. They've been missing key mm-hmm. players uh, weekly. It seems like Clemson's so good on defense. I like Uwe Angale's steady development. I laid three and a half, but I would still recommend Clemson minus four and a half tonight over Florida State. And that is your widely available number right now, Clemson and Florida State. Knowles, hey, we're awfully fortunate to get out of the doke with a win over NC State this past week. Uh, thanks to Paul and Jeff. They'll be back in about 15 minutes. But up next, our weekly visit with Mike Perrano, Racing Sportsbook Manager at the Mandalay Bay. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSAN, the Sports Betting Network. The NASCAR playoffs are in full swing, and it's time to see all of your favorite drivers in fabulous Las Vegas. The South Point 400 is tomorrow at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway. And VSIN's own Brent Musburger will be the Grand Marshal of the race, and he's broadcasting from the track tomorrow morning on Brent Musburger's Countdown to Kickoff. For odds and insights on betting the South Point 400, download the Gone Racing Podcast today. As we welcome you back to Live Bet Saturday, presented by BetMGM, this is usually the time of the show. We welcome in our good friend, Mike Peranio, who's the race and sportsbook manager here at the Mandalay Bay. Mike, 21-7, Tennessee, yeah. on top of Alabama? Who, who would have thought to start things off today? I, I don't trust it because Alabama sometimes looks bad, looks bad, and then scores 40 straight points. So we'll We'll see. That has been want to happen a yeah. time or two in the past. MGM having Alabama closing a nine-and-a-half-point favorite in that one. We heard a lot of popular, at least, thoughts in the market that Tennessee, they could be a trendy upset right. pick. But as you've talked about to us in the past, usually when the line goes the other way, there's a sign of some other things at work. Was that how this one played out with it opening it around Alabama minus seven here? Yeah, it was It was pretty much even. I mean, uh, I think it, because it's at Tennessee, that helped us out. It, 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 we'll see what happens. Within in game, I'm interested to see. I didn't get a number on it. I'd be interested to see what those are are doing on this game right now because uh, I know I we've had a, you, Tennessee I, minus three and a half yeah. and 84 and a half is your new total now. And I know we talked about maybe last week the fact that this in game is a good way to play middles and we've had many people coming up and trying to middle this game you know getting the middle with uh, Tennessee now ahead uh, it makes a big difference. Not too shabby. I'm a little surprised people with how good Tennessee's looked are already like okay I'm ready to get my middle but we know it's Alabama. Yeah. They're pretty good. You're playing Alabama get off it when you can. <laughs> exactly. Show a profit. Final two minutes of the first quarter at least that would represent uh, at least at the peak here right. about a 14 or so point middle. Understand the betters yeah. looking to do, looking Why to not? do that uh, so far. As far as some of the early action you guys had today, we mentioned two-way action on a lot of right. these games. Michigan, Penn State, I heard a lot of people behind our studio here rooting for the Wolverines who get the cover minus seven, but your number really never came off the seven throughout Not, the week. Yeah, I mean, it's tough to move off that number to start with, but yeah, we lost on that one. It was about two to one on Michigan, so it wasn't horrible. Uh, tickets were about dead even, so that helped us a little bit. Uh, the other game, that had great action. The other game we had great action was Kansas OU, which we won. Uh, got a little close at the end there. I didn't know if we would cover that or not, but 
with Kansas getting all the positive media uh, and Oklahoma getting beat every week, it seems like pretty bad sometimes. Uh, tickets and money were all on the underdog Kansas. It was three to one tickets and money. So uh, that was a good win for us. To the very popular Kansas team, it's won a lot yeah. of betters money in the first six weeks of the year. Didn't go that way today. Yeah. Although the very end game on that number you talk about, right. up to 10 or 10 and a half, game does land 10. So yeah. as you always talk about, pays to shop around and get money, get at least your bets in early before a number is going to move in, in a direction that might not be profitable yeah, and it's, in the it's very a, end game. 100% why you should have the BetMGM in play app because you know, whether you're going to a game here, that's the biggest thing. People go to a game here, Notre Dame last week, BYU, where you saw how crowded it was. I, I'd hate to see how many tickets were bet at the stadium in play on that game. I'm sure it was a lot because yeah. you're sitting at the stadium watching the game, get a little insight. In the old days when I grew up, you had to bet before the games. You watch the first quarter and you go, oh, my God, I'm going to lose. I'm on the wrong side. There's nothing, there's nothing you, you could you do. do. Not <laughs> quite the same anymore. That's we why it cost me twice as much to go to college. <laughs> <laughs> at least we, we've all been there, I feel like, in some way. But we're here at Mandalay Bay, just a stone's throw from Allegiant Stadium uh, right across the street. As far as the action still to come tonight, there are some big marquee games. We were just talking with our resident handicapper, Paul Stone, uh, talking a little bit earlier on this Clemson and Florida State matchup for tonight. I'd imagine that's one of the big games, along with USC-Utah getting a lot of the action. Uh, those two in particular, where are you seeing the most money and yeah. ticket count going? Yeah, you're right. That's a Clemson-Florida State's big, and the Clemson, we'll call them fanatics, are betting Clemson like 6-1 to one on tickets. So, uh, But money's 2-1 to one on Florida State, so that tells you the fanatics aren't uh, betting as much as maybe the serious players. So there's a little sharp money, I'm sure, on that game. Uh, the USC game, uh, great two-way betting. Tickets are about three to two on USC, and the money's about two to one on USC. So uh, that'll be an interesting game for us. That After Notre Dame last week, mm -hmm. surprisingly, not much action on that game this week. So being in Vegas made it a really popular Yes, play. they all, all went home back to wherever they were at, the BYU right. and Notre Dame fans. Uh, from a week ago. So as we sit here right now, we're thinking college football, a lot of big marquee games tonight. At the same time, it is a Major League Baseball playoff weekend. Yes. We're watching the Braves and Phillies right now. Phillies up 4-2 on Atlanta in the sixth inning, threatening to put Atlanta's postseason to an end here. How does the handle compare? If you're looking at these individual postseason games, how does that compare to a big-time college football game or a big-time NFL game you see on Sundays? At uh, this point, it's not that big. I mean, if we get to this, uh, the finals, uh, the World Series, maybe it'll start getting bigger and bigger. Uh, and it also depends on who's still in there. If the Dodgers and Yankees are gone, uh, there might not be as much betting. So, uh, But we did take a couple of large w wagers on the Dodgers to win the Padres series. Uh, it looks After like going it's a, down to one. Looks like it's a right? bit of trouble for them, even before they were before betting. Before and so, during. Wow. Yeah. Uh, the Braves would be the best National League result for us, but anybody... Uh, but the Dodgers is great, to be honest with you. The BetMGM guys upstairs have us in a position where we, we're having a great playoffs if, as long as the Dodgers don't get there, and they look like they're right on track for that. Uh, Dodgers seem to be the only constant, uh, and we were talking earlier, and I, I'm, pretty, I'm almost convinced that once the Dodgers are eliminated, we'll still be getting people wanting to bet. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Hey, they're not in anymore. They're eliminated. <laughs> Plus 165, I'm seeing the series price yeah. now on L.A., down 2-1 in game four is in San Diego tonight. 
I'll also update you on this game going on. Phillies just added three more runs. Oh, geez. 7-2. Uh, Braves did just tack one back into the top of the seventh as they start that inning. So 7-3 Phillies, a couple innings away from eliminating last year's World Series champions in the Atlanta Braves. In the meantime, asking about how you usually relate these handles to specific games and to other sports, you think about a game in the NFL like Bill's Chiefs. It's week six of the NFL. Handle for that game. How close is it to a playoff-type game relative to what you normally see on a day-to-day -day regular season-type game? It's a big game betting-wise and just uh, period because if Kansas City, whoever pretty much wins this, is going to have a pretty big advantage of winning the being home the rest of the way in the playoffs as long as everything goes as it should. But, uh, you know, that game's big. It's huge. It's an afternoon game. There's only three games. So we're going to see a lot of that. Good good action on that game already. Uh, it's 8-1 to one on Chiefs money, though, uh, which is interesting to me. Uh, you know, everyone talks bills, bills, bills. I think a lot of that is some sharp money, and I'm pretty sure we've had some sharp play on the Chiefs. Eight to one seems a little, uh, I think that will even out tomorrow. Uh, the public tends to bet Sundays. I think public's going to bet the Bills, to be honest with you. And then the only other big game we had money on uh, was the Eagles-Cowboys so far. Uh, Eagles are three to one, and, you know, they have, obviously have a, a lot of attention the way they've been playing right now. Um, there's one off the radar a little bit, the, the Bengals-Saints, and there's a lot of injuries, obviously, with the Saints right. game. Uh, it's two to one Bengals, but three to one Saints money. So that that's uh, amazing to me that they're that people are still playing the Saints. Uh, I guess when you look at that injury report yeah. too, and you a cornerback in Marshawn Lattimore, that's the first time we've now seen defensive injuries start to right. pile up. We already had a boatload of guys yeah. banged up offensively between the quarterback Jameis Winston, between wide receivers Michael Thomas and Chris Olave. You start going into a defense that's been the one constant for New Orleans. It's fascinating to me that you'd have that much of a money discrepancy. Yeah, it's amazing like to me. I mean, Saints. the line makes a difference, obviously. But, uh, and, you know, it's the public watching, too. It, people overreact. They saw Hill go crazy last week, and they, I, I heard it at the counter. Go, It's better he's quarterback in any way. He doesn't need it. He can run. He can't throw to himself, and he can't throw a screen pass to himself. So yeah. other than that, he's Funny. playing well, but I don't think that's going to help him in the long run. Uh, we'll see. I mean, uh, the public is usually wrong on a lot of stuff like this, but uh, with the point spread, that's how, how you make your money, and it's also how, you, how to pick games. You no can doubt. lose and still cover. Yep. You, you mentioned, too, the Sunday night game between Philadelphia yeah. and Dallas. We had the positive injury news come out on Philadelphia's side. There were three offensive line starters, all questionable. They're all good to go, and we saw accordingly a tip up in the market, six I'm seeing right now sitting pretty steadily at six and a half. What's bigger to you, that or the fact that it's another Cooper Rush week instead of Dak Prescott? Something we figured, based on the reports, would be happening the entire week, but some betters would tell you otherwise. Yeah, you know, I guess people that play football know it's really about the offense and defensive line. So that's huge. If you're a wise guy, you're looking at that more than anything else, the offensive line is huge, especially if you might lose three. <laughs> I mean, with the way the things are with salary caps and stuff like that, uh, they just don't have enough money to have three deep at every position. And offensive line and defensive line is a huge 
if I look at injury reports, that's what I want to see the most. Obviously, if it's Mahomes or something, that means something. But most teams yeah. have extra running backs, extra receivers, except for the Saints this week. <laughs> right. You can't, but you can't say the same thing about the offensive line, and that's where yeah. that element comes in, especially with an elite group like Philadelphia. 100%. Uh, Mike, this segment was so good, we set off the uh, the fire alarms yeah. here. So oh, great. Everything great. is okay, everyone. Every, everything <laughs> is okay. Uh, Mike, thank you as always for joining us. Best of luck with the action rest of today and tomorrow. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. All right. It. We'll come back. More in-game updates on the other side here on Live Bet Saturday. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... <laughs> Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what yeah. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today.
This is Live Bet Saturday on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. Attention BetMGM customers have a friend who loves sports as much as you do. Here's a chance for both of you to earn a $50 bonus when they sign up through BetMGM's Refer a Friend program. Just sign into your BetMGM account and click on the Refer a Friend program to send your friend a message inviting them to register a new account in the oh. same state you use BetMGM in. Once your friend signs up and makes a deposit, they'll receive a $50 bonus. And once your friend places a bet with their bonus and the wager is settled, you'll receive a $50 bonus as well. Share the excitement at BetMGM and get a $50 bonus. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued is non-withdrawable site credit. Site credit expires in 30 days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. <laughs> Promotional offer not available in Mississippi and Nevada. I was trying to be such a professional, guys, but I heard a lot of cheering behind me. I heard a lot of Jeff moaning and laughing. So, Jeff, you just go ahead and tell me what I'm I, missing. I, out I, can't even, I can't even give justice to what just happened. Really short punt by Tennessee. Oh, I'm and then one of the up men from Alabama inexplicably goes to try to pick the ball up. It ends up in a fumble. Tennessee recovers. Saban's head exploded. And now Tennessee, where finally Alabama, you got to stop three and out. Job well done. Now Tennessee has first intended to Bama 40. I... Look, I, we, we, we see some brainless stuff in college football all the time, but you almost never see it from a Saban coach team. That was unbelievably brainless. And on the next play, Tennessee's going to have first and goal now, Ben. Wow. It's funny, too. I, I see that rife smile of yours over there, Paul, at Circa. It's, you know, it's these, some of these 19-year-olds, when you're on the, the side of the bet where they're making the mistake and you, and you just you can't believe yourself for betting these college kids, it's one thing, but when you're at least on the other side and your team you bet on is benefiting, so it's a slightly different feel. But I got, Tennessee, I mean, this feels like one-way traffic. Now, Paul, I don't know what you thought of the decision for Nick Saban settling for fee, a field goal on the last possession with a fourth and goal inside the five-yard line, given how he's, his defense has been, been unable whatsoever to slow down Tennessee. And here you go with a muff punt, second and goal inside the five. Big chance for the Vols here to tack on another touchdown and could potentially go up 18 here early second quarter. Well, you know, Ben, I'm certainly, for, for the most part, uh, among the group that thinks coaches need to put the book aside and need to be more aggressive. But I can understand. I mean, he needed to try to cut it to two scores there. I think they were at the three-yard line. Um a lot of possessions left in this game and, uh, you know, a lot of uh, points still to be scored. So I, I could have seen either way there. I'm, I'm not that critical of the, uh, of the decision. Uh, but as Jeff was pointing out on the punt, uh, the up guy just decided it was a good idea to try to scoop up the ball and advance it a yard or two uh, when the ball was fairly close to being blown dead probably. So uh, as he said as well, Nick Saban teams as Tennessee scores uh, again about to go up 28 to 10 are the volunteers. So just a critical mistake. And that could be when we get to the end of this game in a few hours, uh, that could be the the game, the play that kind of defines the game. That might be the one that uh, the Crimson Tide's unable to uh, recover from, if you will. Ben, ben, this is this is this is turning into quite the exorcism for the Tennessee program today, where this has been 
really, it's been two decades of misery for the most part for this volunteer program. And so far in the first 20, so not even 20 minutes of this game, uh, still 11.41 to go in the second quarter. Tennessee has done basically everything you could have asked from them and more. Uh, and Alabama, I mean, I, 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 I know we saw Alabama be penalty heavy against Texas, but this is this is not a Saban coach team right now. They don't look anything like a Saban coach team. Penalties, I mean, that, that play on the punt is as boneheaded of a play as I've seen in high-level college football in a while. Uh, it is jarring to see Alabama look like this, and Tennessee is taking full advantage. And people might say exorcism isn't really that grand, but when you've lost 15 straight, like Tennessee's lost to Alabama, and not only that, by an average margin of over 29 points per game, I mean, Jeff, only two of those 15 were even games decided by less than 14 points. So, yes, I think your word choice is pretty much spot on there. No, I look again. We, Ben, you, I, we, we, during our, your and I's uh, age group, basically, the people that grew up uh, as 90s kids, early 2000s kids, I mean, we don't really remember when Tennessee was, we had Peyton Manning or when T. Martin and Tennessee won the first BCS national championship game. We don't remember Tennessee ever being good. This is a totally new game with the Vols here. And, and, and look, uh, I don't want to get ahead of myself because Alabama could absolutely come back and win this game. But if you're Tennessee and you hold an 18-point lead, all of a sudden, that first Saturday of November at Athens becomes the biggest game that Tennessee has played in a long, long time. 87 and a half now, Whew. our live total at Circa, by the way, highest it's been so far. And in the first game since 2008, where Tennessee was even a sub 10 point underdog against Alabama, it is all balls right now, 28-10, laying seven in the live market. In a commercial break right now, we continue to monitor that Meanwhile, Jeff, you're looking pretty good down in Fort Worth. Our man, Mr. Parles, all over the Oklahoma State Cowboys. 24-7 pokes, but TCU is on the move. Third and nine with 7.18 to go in the first half ball on the OSU 17-yard line. Uh, at last check, and now we have these numbers off the board because it is a play going on, but it will be a TCU fourth down and about three coming up. So far, the story's really been the Oklahoma State defense, though, with how good quarterback Max Duggan has been, Jeff, throughout uh, the entirety of this season. And uh, we see uh, the look of the head coach, Sonny Dykes, kind of a frustrated look on his face without the offense has not been able to get it into high gear so far. As we see right now, OSU minus 9.5 live, 75.5 the total, and the offense staying out on the field here for a big fourth and four. Yeah, you know what? I'm not surprised that this is the decision that Sonny Dykes goes with. Uh, this is a tough one. Uh, for, you're down two touchdowns. Or excuse me, you're down 17. A field goal makes it two touchdowns. Now TCU has to wait for Oklahoma State to get one of their last guys off the field, and now they're running this trick play that looks like it is going to get stuffed sh way short of the marker. What an outing wow. for Oklahoma State so far, Ben. And and look, it's it's been Spencer Sanders has been great in this game, and Oklahoma State's defense has done enough. I. It, under four yards of carry so far for TCU, about eight and a half yards against a pass, which is about right for what TCU does. But really, again, Ben, another key play in this game, a muffed punt by TCU that set up a field goal to push this game to two scores for, for Oklahoma State. So special teams be, is important right now in these big games. And so far, if you have orange in your color scheme, uh, you're looking pretty good so far today. 
Paul, I go back to something you said earlier when we previewed this game where it's not something that always comes up, but you felt like given the matchup, whoever was going to cover the game, whoever was going to win the game would cover, whether that was TCU who was laying five, they were going to win by margin, and if it was going to be a tight game, you figured Oklahoma State would just go ahead and win the game outright. Uh, so far, that the, the way you viewed this game has it looked crystal clear, at least to this point. A lot of games still to go. Six minutes left in the first half still. But uh, with how Oklahoma State has come out, I, I wonder how much, and you talked about how the market really moved heavily to TCU from opening two to up five. Is this kind of a lesson in market reading for the casual college football fans to kind of put that line in the sand right on certain teams and not get yourself too aggressive one way or the other on certain matchups like this? Because so far, seems like Oklahoma State far and away the right side here. So far, you know, that's been the case. Obviously, there's a lot of football. I guess we've got 36 minutes still to be played there in Fort Worth, and we know these things can turn on a dime. But, you know, you do have to have a buy price. I think that's very critical, uh, Ben, to have a, you know, a number that you're going to take a certain team. Uh, and, and also, you know, you have to look at – you can't put tons of stock in point spread rolls, but I think there is some credence to the fact that Oklahoma State and Mike Gundy – uh, have been so good as a betting underdog. I believe 16 and 7 is an away underdog, their last 23 in this role. So you have to, as good as TCU's looked, as prolific as their offense has been, averaging 43 points a game to this point, uh, you, you need to kind of put the uh, the brakes on it at, uh, at points and um, just be sure you're getting a, a favorable number and that the market hadn't gotten away from you. That's a great pro tip to offer for this hour here at VSIN. Make sure when you're watching line movements in college football, you have a buy price on teams. It might not be at the open, might not be at close, but there could be a point where if the line continues to move and it gets out of hand, you find value in another team. So that's a great, uh, great tip from Paul. Stay disciplined on a lot of those numbers as you watch the line move throughout the week. Uh, one final that we finally have now from the early window here to report on. This had a long lightning delay down in Oxford. But it is over in a game where Ole Miss survives 48-34 over Auburn. They do not cover as 14.5 or 15.5 point favorites. Way, way over your closing total there of 55 or 55.5. But that game has gone final at Vaught-Hemingway down in Oxford. And when we return, we'll have a couple of halftime lines to bring you. A lot of early scoring up in Syracuse. First game between top 20 teams at the Carrier Dome since 98. But after the hot start, not many points after that. 10-3 Syracuse at the half on top of NC State. We'll give you the halftime line on the other side. A couple other games about to get to the half as well. Georgia all over Vandy. 28-0. The Dogs laying over three, 35 points in that one today. We'll get halftime thoughts on those two games when we return. Continue to update you on the marquee games of the day as well as they continue. That is all still to come in our final hour right here on Live Bet Saturday. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. So, should we go electric? I think we should go electrified with Toyota. Electrified? Electrified means options. Yes, we could go all electric with a Toyota BZ4X, but then there are hybrids like Grand Highlander. Or we could do something in between, like a RAV4 plug-in hybrid. So, Toyota is electrified diversified? Yep, and with more options for reducing carbon emissions, the closer we all get to Toyota's Beyond Zero vision for the future. Exactly. How much coffee have you had this morning? Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero.